When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And my name is Ben Bolin. And today... We're going to uh, we're going to tackle something a little bit different. Yeah, we're going to delve into something new here. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's something new. What we're going to talk about is uh, living in a car. Yeah, strange, huh? It's unfortunately less and less strange. Not so strange to you, from what I hear. No, not so. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, see, I'll bite. See, you yeah. uh, you let the cat out of the bag I early, did. right? You, I did. you you told me. I said mm-hmm. while well, we were talking ahead of the time of the show, and and Ben said, "You ever live in a car?" I said, no. I said, you ever live in a car? He said, yeah. Yes. And that is true. For a week, for about a week, um, in between semesters in college, I lived in a car. I lived in my car. For a solid week? Uh-huh. Okay. People do that as like an experiment to see if they can make it. That type I, of thing. This, I, was, this was honest to goodness, living in a car. You, you didn't have anywhere else to go. I, I could have gone to my parents' house. Okay. My parents are, are wonderful people. So for me, it was it was sort of an adventure, this kind of nomadic existence. But I am very, very lucky that I did have some place to go, you know. And mm-hmm. I would go shower at a friend's house and stuff like that. Okay. And a lot of people don't have that opportunity. Um, so we're going to be kind of careful how we do this, right, oh, wait, Scott? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you're Just, not going to let me? No, okay. I'm not going to let you go All with right. this because there's one other quick thing that you mentioned, too. You mentioned that you also lived in an airport. Yes, I have. That, there's a movie about this. A, wasn't that the guy? <laughs> yeah. Who who was it? Uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's in a movie. Tom Hanks. He's wandering around an airport for a while. I and that's based off a true story. Yeah, well, that's you, right? Um, that was me, maybe for a week. Okay. All right. Long, see, see, long story. You lived in a car. You lived in an airport. I've had a checkered past, my friend. As far so. as uh, living arrangements I are concerned. So. Um, okay. Well, the car deal. The reason it worked out that way is because. The dorm, dormitory I was staying in uh, made us leave every semester, clean out all our stuff and get out. And this was sort of absurd to me because the next semester we would move back in. And the space there usually wouldn't be too much of a span of time. Mm-hmm. 
So I moved all my stuff out and I still had a gap of time before I could move back. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to move all my stuff, unpack it at my parents' house or whatever. So I'll just be cool guy and live in my car for a week, which was a uh, 96 Monte Carlo. With all of your stuff. With all (laughs) – well, I put my – a lot more stuff than I should have had yeah. in a Monte Carlo. All right. Thank goodness, man. Those The reason I love those cars, I know, listen, I know you won't believe it, but they don't pay me to say these things. The back seats will fold down. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect bed. All right. And I couldn't afford a van. Another reason to buy a Monte Carlo from Ben. No, I'm not trying to. <laughs> if other people buy them, there will be less for me. That's <laughs> true. Fewer. Um, so, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the airport, however, Reader's Digest version, long story short. Yeah. Is dating this girl. We were both living in the States. Uh, yeah, here we go. It all comes yeah, down to a girl. I know, I know. Oh, gosh. I wish. Ah, well, Scott. <laughs> right? I feel like a, a classic rock song. All right. right. Are, you, are you comfortable talking about this? Because if not, yeah, then let's fun. just uh, cut it. But okay. It's, okay. It's, it's really funny, though, because right. she said uh, oh, she was going to go study abroad in France. And I thought that was cool. And I said, good luck. And just sort of assumed that we would stop dating, as mm-hmm. you do, being a young man. And, uh, she said, no, let's keep dating. I said, are you sure? Because you're going to be in France, and that's really cool. She said, no, 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 please. And so I bought a ticket, non-refundable agreement. <laughs> and I said, okay, now look, even if we break up, can I still have a place to stay? Because I can't get the money back for this oh, ticket. Oh, boy. And she said, of course, don't even talk like that, honey. You're so silly. So uh, she goes to France. We break up. <laughs> <laughs> I still take the flight. Oh my gosh! And I'm there for I'm there for a couple for a couple days. And I think you know this just isn't working. I'm going to go somewhere else. You took the flight after you broke up. I told we agreed, Scott. Okay, gotcha. We agreed. I'm a man of my word. Gotcha. Nothing else. And gotcha. so uh, so that didn't work out. And so I ended up bumming around Paris uh, for a while to wait for my. Uh, Wait for my return flight. Sounds cool. Yeah, they'll let you sleep in Charles de Gaulle. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. Okay, gotcha. They, they won't. They won't get mad at you. Okay, but um, well, aren't don't you feel better? You got that off your chest. I do. I do. I'm sorry. It was such a tangent, but um, <laughs> it's all right. Not really. In in both of these in both of these situations, I was still a very lucky person because I had a place to go. Mm-hmm. And now a days, what we are seeing, um, we're seeing more and more people who do perhaps to the loss of a job or the loss of a home become what are being described as the mobile homeless. Mm. And a lot of these people may still have a job but have unfortunately lost their house. And so we find more and more people across the United States, and I would wager in other parts of the world, who are still maintaining their job, coming to work every day, um, doing everything they used to do, but they're living in their car at the Just same time. not able to go home at the end of the night. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's sad. That happens. Mm. And uh, there are other reasons, too, like you had mentioned, you know, school, mm. you know, the, the cost of uh, the cost of tuition, things like that, you know, that, sure. that they're not getting any help from family, not getting, you know, it, it goes on and on. You know, the list of, of reasons that this can happen, endless. Yeah, very um, many. You know, it could be, could be young, could be old, because I've read stories here about, um, you know, a woman who's 67 living in um, living in an SUV oh, in a parking goodness. lot, and uh, you know, with three dogs, Ouch. Um, lost her house, just mm. doesn't have anywhere to go, and um, it happens, it happens. But um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking more into the legality of this issue because I had heard at some point that it's illegal to live in your car, mm. and as it turns out, I'm having more and more trouble 
finding proof that it is illegal because it's, I don't think it really is. I think you're allowed to do this. Um, maybe not everywhere, mm-hmm. but you know, it's the way the way you look at this is that you know if if you can park at a spot and stay there overnight, great. You know, the, the, we'll talk about ways to do all this. Right, don't right, don't worry right, about right. it. But but a lot of you know, of course, a business isn't going to allow you to just permanently move it into their parking lot and live there in your even if it's in your car and you're not really you know leaving any mess behind or anything or, right. or causing any trouble. Uh, they just don't want you on the property. Um, now you could you could kind of be like nomadic and travel around and go to campgrounds and things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but again, there's time limits on something like this. Yes, and there's this whole practicality issue of you know how you know where do you sleep in your car because you know chances are you don't have a, a whole trailer and right. RV camper type situation going. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's there's comfort plus there's the the idea that you know you don't have a bathroom. You don't have a yeah, kitchen. Right. You don't have any way to clean your clothes other than take them to a local laundromat. Mm-hmm. Um, just your car could break down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a, a million little, uh, I guess, facets to this story right. that we need to talk about. And um, we, we might not hit all of them, but we're going to try. We're going to hit a few of these and some steps and what you can do if you really, if you have to do this or if maybe you just want to do it. Maybe you want to try it. Mm-hmm. And here's some things that you maybe haven't thought about because a lot of people, like I'd mentioned earlier, had uh, they give this a try and see see how possible it is or how difficult it is. Sure. Even in a car, and I can imagine how difficult it is without a car if you're just uh, you know out on the street. Right, and that's the reason why there why you can't find a specific law um, making it illegal to live out out of a car or out mm-hmm. of a vehicle. It's because. Um, Essentially, that would be like making a law against homelessness, mm-hmm. which we don't have in this country yeah. yet, at least. And it and it comes down to you know if you're parking in a lot that has a has a uh, no loitering policy, then uh, yeah, you shouldn't be there. Cars have to be parked here for, or you know, it's a it's a you know you pay to park here, right? And you're not paying the fee, or mm-hmm. um, you know you're on a public street. Or the overwhelming um, majority of parking lots are private properties. Exactly. Yeah. Private property, that's another issue. You know, if you be parking in an industrial complex, somebody owns that industrial complex. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to want you to park in front of somebody, somebody's house in a neighborhood. Um, you know, someone's going to call, you know, mm-hmm. suspicious, you know, suspicious vehicle in report or something like that. Right. Um, they'll have you checked out. So, um, there's a lot of ways to get around this stuff if, if, uh, if you're really looking for ways to do it. And uh, I guess we can mention a few of them. Let's let's do it. Let's um, do uh, living in a car 101. We're okay. helping people. I, this yeah, this I isn't so. like the smuggling one. I, this is only again only if you have to because this only is if not, you have uh, to. This is not good. It's nowhere uh, near as convenient or easy as living in a, a real house. No, no, so, not, not by any means. Unless and, you have uh, an RV or something. And I think that they're you know they're saying that a van is probably one of the best ways to do this too. Is that you know you've got room and. Uh, you could always load a van down by the river. Oh, oh, you beat, I beat you to it, right? <laughs> did you yeah. Did you see me I, making that face? I did. Yeah, I did. I did. No, okay, not to make light of it, but yeah. people have said that you know a van is is more, uh, I guess, I guess uh, preferred right. over a uh, you know a Geo Metro it's, or a Chevy Avail yeah. or something like that. Um, <laughs> you just don't want you don't want to live in a micro mini car, right? Um, because it's just the lack of space and you know you're going to feel like you're you're crowded in with a lot cuz you've got to bring everything that you have with you and you have to cut that to a minimal amount of possessions you need exactly so, yeah that's the other yeah. tough part of this it's like camping every day you mm-hmm. know just imagine carrying all of your things with you mm-hmm. what are you going to bring what's essential it's like the old desert island question yeah but uh yeah a van or an suv uh is 
typically described as the ideal vehicle. It's spacious. There also tends to be more. Uh, there also tends to be factory tenting of windows oh, very good on a point. lot of vans. Privacy. And, yeah. And uh, so what we're going to do is run down. Um, we're going to go past the. Re- we already said there were several. There's a multitude of reasons that could result in people living out of their cars mm-hmm. or their families or pets. Um, we're going to cut past that. Uh, we're going to tell you the things, some sort of do's and don'ts. How about that? If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's good. You feel like that? Okay. sure. All right. So number one, uh, Scott, you've already hit on this. Let's hit it again because it's by far the most important. Watch where you sleep. If you are sleeping in a car, for Pete's sake. Don't go to the worst neighborhood in town mm-hmm. and, um, you know, don't park in a place that says uh, 24 hours, pay $5 to park. Yeah. Even if you pay $5, don't do it. And then, sure. I mean, or if you do keep it in time, uh, a lot of people, and I wanted to sound you out about this, a lot of people have recommended uh, sleeping in the park system. 
Really? Yeah, like the uh, you know the highway rest stops. Yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of those areas uh, have camping facilities. Yeah, I guess so. I was thinking, uh, you know, the rest stops. You you're limited to a certain number of hours that you're allowed to stay, and they do patrol. Yes. And they do keep count of how many vehicles are there, and mm. you know how long they've been there. Mm. So uh, you know the the rest stops have dangers to them as well. Right. But um, if you go in a national park that is a campsite and you register with them, now you should register by all means. Yeah. Be as above board as possible. Yes, yes. Just uh, you, you should follow all the rules and mm-hmm. you know law, laws, regulations of the area, because um, you know you don't want to be driving around a vehicle with expired license plates. Right. You don't want to have expired insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be current on your payments and everything, so that you know there's no reason for them to impound your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one other thing. Yeah. Don't don't even have drugs or alcohol or anything in the car with you at any point. Oh yeah. Who are you because, kidding? No. I mean. It, it's just crazy because yeah. if there's any kind of suspicion of that type of thing at all, mm. you might get hauled in for something far worse than just, you know, loitering or something like that. Yeah. Or, or, you know, the, uh, you know, move along, we don't want you to sleep here type thing. Mm-hmm. You might be hauled into the jail. And if, if they do impound your vehicle in that state or city or whatever, um, it'll have all your stuff in it's it. It's got everything in it and your car's gone and mm. you likely don't have any money to get it out either. So, um, that's a real bad situation. Yeah. You do have to be careful and as honest and cautious as possible because one thing that a lot of people wouldn't consider when you live in your car you become a marginalized person and we don't have the best no society treats marginalized people very well Mm -hmm. uh so you have to register with these yeah you have to keep in touch with people have a network of people who know where you're supposed to be because if you do not let's say worst case scenario you have decided to camp your van down by the river at I couldn't resist down by the river <laughs> at a at a national park and there's some crazy act of vandalism or someone commits a crime you haven't really registered with these people so you're just that creepy guy who's there every two weeks yeah true who are they looking for true yeah they're going to suspect you first unfortunately that may be right. the way it works now listen if if you are parking overnight in uh, you know an area that that is you think is safe secluded mm-hmm. that may not be good as well. Uh, you don't want it to stand out. You don't want it to be the only car in the parking lot. Right. But you don't want it to be in an overcrowded parking lot where people are going to say, like, hey, what's this guy doing sleeping in his car? You kind of play Goldilocks. Yeah, exactly. And here's something interesting that I that I read in an article that, um, you know, you have to go to these sites that, that are, people have experience with this already. Right? Yes. So we go to sites that for, for this type of information mm-hmm. that we normally wouldn't go to. And it's one of these where people right. can edit and update sites, which mm-hmm. don't necessarily like, but... This one has real-world advice, right, mm-hmm. because people have done it. So one one thing that's mentioned here is Walmart. Um, the company Walmart allows people to camp overnight in their parking lots. Yes. Do you, is that true? Yeah, that's why you that see all really the RVs. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Now, it says it's not only legal, but the organization might screen the people who use the lot or even designate a woman's only lot mm-hmm. so that, you know, I guess it's a safety thing. Yeah, um, definitely. That's amazing to me. I didn't, I didn't have any idea that they actually – just allow you to camp out in the Walmart parking lot overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the only reason I don't know that from experience, Scott, mm-hmm. but the only reason I know is that I, I ran across some of the same information, um, which surprised me profoundly, but mm-hmm. in, a, in a very good way. Let's go. Let's move past parking to some of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you going to store these things? That's a good question. Are you going to store these things? How are you going to organize your possessions? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cut it Cut it down. I would say cut it down to the absolute minimum that you need as mm-hmm. far as clothing. Keep dry food. Uh, some people say um, 
some people say get a cooler that plugs into your lighter. Very good idea. Or in, I guess now, God, we're old fogies. Now it'd be just the power source, right? That's right. Yeah, That's the what power, call it. power source. Yeah, because yeah. they've got inverters and everything. Yeah. So, uh, so get something that'll help keep um, perishable foods like fruits or vegetables or water. Yeah, in small amounts. In small amounts. That's yeah. another thing. Um, also, what about food that doesn't have to be refrigerated that you can open? Individual serving type stuff. Yeah, like granola bars. Exactly. Yeah, pudding cups, things like that. Uh, fruit mm-hmm. cups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things that you can uh, you can quickly open and it's gone. And not to get uh, too collegiate here, but uh, I kind of became, I don't want to say an expert, I I became a connoisseur of what free stuff I could help myself out with, like condiment packs at restaurants and and, um, what place serves coffee and will let you have refills as often as you want. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing we already mentioned, let's see, we already mentioned a a social network, so people who know where you are. You know, one of the big things that that they mention is, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, please. But um, the facilities, finding a place to uh, use the restroom, a place to clean up, brush your teeth, Mm -hmm. even shower. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that they mention, a logical place, is uh, the gym. And this is a a strange one, really, because Mm -hmm. I didn't think of this, but, you know, a gym membership not terribly expensive when you look into, you know, not all of them. Some of them are, right. others are not. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for a place for a shower, it's pretty critical that, you know, you, you find some place that's clean yeah. and that, you know, you can you can feel comfortable going to to, to shower and clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, a gym, gym membership uh, might not be a bad idea. I mean, for what it costs and you consider the benefit you would get out of something like that. Yeah. Um, of course, there's always the YMCA, YWCA. You can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of times they say that the uh, you know these I don't know recreation centers and gyms and things like that that have yeah. um, have facilities like that are perfect. But you know you can always use. I've boy Ben, I've seen people in you know Taco Bell brushing their teeth in the bathroom and things like that. And I don't know if that's just somebody that's you know just done after you know after their meal and yeah. they're doing that, or if they're living out of the car, or if they're mm. just going to a business meeting or what. I don't know the situation. You don't ask, really. But, you know, right. wash, washing up their face, brushing their teeth, and uh, they got a small towel with them. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm thinking a little bit more than just, you know, mm-hmm. had to do a meeting or something. But. There's also, um, if you're on the interstate, the interstate is a, is a good friend for people who are living out of their cars because the interstate is sort of designed for people who are living out of their car or their tractor trailer for a short amount of time. Yeah, for a short amount of time. So, yeah. like, truck stops. Mm-hmm. are pretty good. If you go into a truck stop, you can buy a uh, shower time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Truck stops do have shower. And they'll let you clean up, and they don't really have loitering laws. Yeah, you're talking about the huge truck stops, yeah. the really big ones. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about the big the big ones. Yeah, you're right. And I think, you know, that's probably another situation, though, where you wouldn't want to be there you know, no. two nights in a row. No, no. You'd, no. you'd want to be there one night, then move on to the next place. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's all about being, you know, I guess unseen. Yeah, it's it's kind of the art of... If not invisibility, the art of being unremarkable. And if you can't, that's good. The the other thing is like public pools have showers. Mm. Uh, you might want to look for a, a local public pool. Entrance fee to that is probably just a few dollars. Yeah, that's probably um, gets yeah. you into the facility to be you know clean up and uh, I guess spend the day. Because what else are you going to do? You hang out in your car. And I'll I'll give like a, a couple of tips that are. Oh, we should mention the website couchsurfing.org. Couchsurfing. Couchsurfing, all one word, dot org. Okay. It, if you are kind of in this nomadic state, as long as you can get access to the internet somewhere, you would want to, if uh, if you don't have access from some other source, uh, going to your local library is a great way for free internet access. Hmm. 
and uh, you'll be able to use websites like couchsurfing.org to check in with other people in similar situations so that you're not just another disappearing face. Oh, very good. Which brings me to a point that is a bit is a bit dark, but it should definitely be stated. Um, the people that we mentioned earlier, Scott, who still have their jobs but are living, unbeknownst to most of their friends, out of their car, you know, of course there's a lot of shame associated with that and guilt, so you wouldn't really want to advertise it. Yes. Um, one of the best ways to avoid being persecuted by, I guess, law enforcement or being persecuted by, what would we call them, hooligans, ne'er-do-wells, criminals? I'll go with hooligans. Hooligans is a good one. Um, is really to uh, try to keep your clothing and your personal hygiene, your appearance, um, as though you came from a house. Not to look homeless is the best way not to be treated as a vagrant. Good advice. Um, so it kind of goes into faking it. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I saw a website that called it faking it. Hmm. Okay. Um, so if you can't, you know, you might not be able to secure a place to take a shower, a place where you feel comfortable taking a shower. But um, let's say you're a guy and you have a job interview or something, you can shave almost anywhere. Yeah. And so you should try to stay, you know, clean shaving, keep the stains off your clothing, buy some car deodorizer. Mm-hmm. That's I hate to say it, but from personal experience, that's sure. one you want to you want to make sure you get. Well, that. definitely. Anytime you got someone living in a closed, tiny environment like that, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna smell. And I'm a pretty clean guy, sure. And even even me, man. <laughs> but um, oh, the other yeah. you know, one other thing is they said keep your uh, keep your dirty clothes and your clean clothes separate because yes. um, that's one critical thing is that you know you want to you want to keep those away from each other in order just to uh, keep the you know the dirty clothes smell off of your clean clothes that's that's essential too mm-hmm. um, and you know a lot of this just comes down to being discreet yes right common right. sense and discreet and we talked about window tint yeah we talked about um, well, we didn't talk about this but uh, some people hang cloth over the windows yeah. at, at night when they're sleeping kind of like window curtains or they use a, a blanket inside from you know the like almost like you know a kid making a fort or something yeah 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 over the front seat over the back seat and uh, you know you've got a, a center area almost mm-hmm. like a tent in the back seat um, one thing that i hadn't thought about was you could use a car cover you could use a car cover over the entire car. You Good get in. Call. The problem is you can't you can't start the car with the car cover on because right. you know the carbon monoxide. Yeah. Um, or carbon dioxide. Um, and if you move around inside there, you're going to see the car jostling. So you got to be very careful about moving around very slowly. And you have no visibility. And you have no visibility, but the, you know that you're you're encased in this uh, in this car cover, and mm. you know um, you know it keeps the car cooler, I guess. I mean, it, it, during the summertime, I guess it would be hot, I suppose. Right, but, right. Um, I don't know. It seems like a, a good way, you know, sunshade would mm-hmm. help out as well. Um, I don't know, just being discreet about all this. Hanging black cloths on the window is another thing that people have mentioned. Use magnets or, or tape or whatever. Nice. Here's a, yeah. here's a big one. Um, everybody that I've read about says this. Don't sleep in the driver's seat if you can avoid it at all. That's a good one. Because we'll be, I mean, to be perfectly candid... A lot of times if someone is – if a police officer comes up on someone, depending on where they're parked, and they're just conked out in their driver's seat, and maybe they're looking rough, like they're not dressed to go anywhere, mm-hmm. um, how are they supposed to know that you are living out of your car versus someone who has just had a DUI or, or could have had a DUI or something? Oh, I see. You gotcha. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always best to be – to make it very clear that you're – 
not doing any drugs. You're not doing any kind of crime. You're just sleeping in your car. Yes. One of the easiest ways to do that is to avoid sleeping in the driver's seat if possible. Yeah, and they see if you if you're sprawled out with all of your stuff there, there might be a reason for them to search the vehicle and see what's exactly going on in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, just keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I wanted to mention, and I I read about this, is that you know you you've got everything with you. Yeah. Right. So what you want to do, you want to leave valuables out of the car. Oh so, gosh, yes. So Thank you don't want to you don't want to keep everything with you because if someone robs you, that's yeah. it. You're I done. can't believe I forgot. So that. yeah. that's all right, no problem. But it, it, one of the recommendations was put everything in a safe deposit box at the bank if you can. If you can, if it's if it's possible, or keep or keep it with uh, somebody that you know allows you to keep something mm, like someone that. Someone you know them. or trust. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you have a job, keep and you have a safe place at your job, keep your valuables yeah, there. Yeah, and you can even you could have your mail forwarded to a PO box or something, mm-hmm. so you can pick mm-hmm. it up daily or weekly or however you want to do that, so that you know you can uh, you can still stay in contact with everybody like you had in the past. Um, but it's it's just important that you know you don't you don't keep everything that you have with you all at one time. That's it's really right. important. And a lot of people that I had read about that were doing this. This is a word of caution to people who might be thinking uh, this is an easy target. Absolutely. A lot of these people will keep a gun with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not everyone, of course, but um, you know, it's, there's a lot of people are saying that's not maybe a bad way to go. And it's legal. It too, is. So. It, well, yeah, if you're licensed and you've got mm-hmm. the right, you know, the proper documentation for it, it's legal. There were some cautions thrown in there for people who do keep a gun in the car with them. Mm-hmm. And that is that, you know, don't maybe not keep it so close at hand that, you know, anybody knocking on the window scares you to death, you know, so that you right. you jump up immediately with, you know, the, the, the pistol pointed at what could be a police officer. Yeah. That would be bad news. Not a good look. So, um, you know, just be really, really careful about something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, a lot of them have, you know, knives or pepper spray or some other mm-hmm. type of weapon. Um, just be careful with that stuff because you're in a, in, a, in a small, tight environment and sure. it could be a little tense at night. Yeah. And let's, you know what, let's end on... I'm pretty much knocked out of stuff. How are you feeling? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a million things. I right. Mean, this we, is very we've, basic. We just touched the well. We just touched the tip of this because yeah. um, I, I really for every point that we've mentioned, there's ten sub points really, and even sure. even more than that. So. Two of which are contradictory exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> depending on where you're from, you know where you're at. Yeah, true. Um, but we're you know obviously we're not talking about the people who have decided to. Um, you know, upon retirement, live out in their RV. They live a very different life. Yeah, that's completely different. Yeah, and so we have a different podcast on RVs. If you want to check that out, um, Scott, let's end with just a little, little pick me up, very brief pep pep talk um, to anyone who is currently living out of vehicle or is in this kind of situation. The most important thing to remember is that it is temporary. You can get out of it. Definitely. And there are places and people that will help you. And the most important thing you can do is keep a positive attitude and stay in contact with people. Don't don't become one of those anonymous folks who disappears. And uh, sometimes that can happen if you just let go. So as long as you keep your wits about you, keep your chin up, uh, you'll be able to get out of it. Just stay safe. Very nice, Ben. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, good Do you want to tell them about our Facebook stuff? If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. 
And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We have, a, we have a Facebook page that uh, people can check us out on. Or we've got Twitter, mm-hmm. which is what, uh, Car Stuff HSW, I think. Car Stuff HSW. And we've got a blog, yep. which you can find at our website. And our website is HowStuffWorks.com. And there's just uh, there's a billion articles there, Ben. Mm-hmm. A billion articles about everything uh, everything and anything you'd want to know about um, automobiles and other things as well. But uh, you know, we're talking about cars now. Yeah, we're talking about cars now. <laughs> so, you know, if you, but if you don't find what you're looking for, if you have a comment or question about something that, you know, maybe something you've heard here or something you saw on any of those sites, uh, just send us a quick email at carstuff at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Oh, oh. 
Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.